0: Saving a life, it's all in a day's work for the members of Eastmeath Defibrillator Unit as one of the members leapt into action yesterday when they received a call from a local shopkeeper in town to say that the community defibrillator was taken and used in an emergency. There are many of these life-saving units in communities around the North East and thank God there was one there as there could have been a very different outcome. But how do you use one? What happens if there is an emergency in your community? Would you know where the defibrillator is and how to use it? Joining me now is a man with great insight into the of these life-saving machines. I'm delighted to welcome back James Shields, Jr. He's chairperson of the East Meath Defibrillator Unit. How are we doing, James?
1: Good morning, Sinead. Thanks for having me on the show today.
0: Oh, listen, it's great to have you back. Now, yesterday there was a real emergency for the East Meath Defibrillator Unit. Can you give us an idea of what happened?
1: That's right. So we received a call from a member of the public just to say that one of the community defibrillators were um, retrieved um, for an emergency, Um, So we would just like to say there, uh, firstly, thanks to the community who are aware of these locations and for their fast response and helping the person.
0: Yeah, this is like it's really highlighting how important these defibrillators are are to have in the local communities. I mean, uh, if it was me, I wouldn't have the first clue now, James, first of all, on how to even work one of these. There is training involved in this, isn't there?
1: There is. So uh, we provide free training just at the moment with COVID and we're kind of restricted with what we can do. But um, just to give you a brief insight into how to use one of these machines, uh, once you turn on the machine, the machine actually talks to you and tells you the steps on what to do.
0: Okay, that's good to no know. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's a rest assuring that you know, um uh, if you need to use it, it will speak to you and tell you, talk you through the steps.
0: Okay, so that's good. So you have that voice kind of talking you through the whole process. Now, one of your members left into action yesterday, Jerry, Jerry Kogan. Luckily, he was just in the vicinity yesterday, isn't that right?
1: That's right. Yeah. So, um, well done to Jerry Kogan, um, who's uh lived the night in Leyton all his life. You know, he's very dedicated to the cause. Um, just Jerry alone, he's put in over sixty thousand voluntary ever since we first started out. So he's brilliant to have. And, you know, this is why, Sinead, it is very important that we all know the locations and how to use them in an emergency. Because like, since 2012, we have now 11 public access defibrillators and they're all available 24-7. So, you know, these machines, they're all registered with the National Ambulance Service. And whenever someone dials 999 or 112 for an emergency, the call taker is able to locate the nearest vehicle to you.
0: OK, so say, for example, because uh, again, I wouldn't, as I mentioned to you earlier on, I wouldn't know kind of where it would be. So where, Bates, was that one located in Laytown?
1: This one in in Laytown was at the Alverno House in Laytown.
0: OK, so fairly central location there. That's fantastic. And it's just on the wall. It's a fairly, it's a small enough thing, is it?
1: It is. So it's a, a yellow cabinet and then there's two clips on the side. So you can undo the two clips, open the cabinet and then you can retrieve the machine. So um, it gets better, Sinead. You know we have th- a further three locations launching mm-hmm. next week. Yep. and I've just heard word back as well that we've secured funding and sponsorship for
0: more. Oh, that's fantastic! Okay, so you're going to have a few more rolled out now. I did see that you have a new unit at Deep Ford. Uh, you installed that a couple of months back, and there's a huge number of residents there. There's something like 500 residents, isn't there? That that, that are all going to be trained by yeah. you guys.
1: That's right. So uh, we'd like to give thanks again to the residents and um, Steve and McKee as well, uh, who made this all possible. So, you know, um, the, the residents of Deepford are very happy about this. Um, so also, um, you know, we'll be getting them all trained up as well. Mm-hmm. Due to COVID at the moment, we're restricted to what we can do, but um, we're hoping that we can get back into things very quick. Um, I'd like to mention as well, Sinead, yep. the at Dolls.
0: Yes, I have. It. Do you know what? I, I have it on my page here because I know you guys have received massive support from the Drahada Dolls in terms of fundraising for this. Isn't that right?
1: That's right. So the Draw the Dolls is run by Natalie Kelly. Uh, she's a superwoman, to say the least. Uh, she set out to raise enough funds to secure one defibrillator for the people of Drada. And wait for it, Trahada Dolls and Anali Kelly. Kelly are a credit to the people of Traholett and surrounding areas. They exceeded their target, and they have now secured three defibrillators for the community, and more to follow.
0: That is unbelievable. Listen, I am I I keep getting astounded by the the incredible work that this Facebook page is doing and, and Natalie Kelly and all that's involved behind the scenes there in that astounding. And, you know, yeah, I'm a proud member of that page myself and I can see it each time, you know, she posts something and it just flies. It really flies. There's you know, an awful lot of kindness in that fantastic group.
1: Fantastic achievement in a matter of weeks, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely fantastic. She's a she's a credit to, to, to Gerada. She really is. Now, the important thing to stress about this, and I know you guys post an awful lot about, you know, things like life boys being misused and and unfortunately, sometimes this happens as well with defibrillators. You're very much stressing that this unit is only to be used in an emergency.
1: That's correct. Now, you know, just to to say that we have all the machines insured as well. So mm-hmm. if anything does go amiss, you know, that we do have them covered and we have replacements there for in the event of an emergency. So once the machine is retrieved in an emergency, you know, rest assured that we have This unit put back in action, you know, in a matter of minutes to an hour.
0: Fantastic. So, yeah, I saw that yesterday on your page. It was back in action after an hour after you guys responded, which is fantastic. The other thing I wanted to ask you about, because I know we chatted about this last year. This is how we kind of made the connection, uh, myself and yourself, was through Mick Ryan and the the suicide awareness teddy bears that he has on bridges uh, popping up all over the place. This is going extremely well for you guys. You've been very proactive in this.
1: That's right. So, yeah, it's all systems go, Sinead. Um Mick Bryan, as you know, is the gentleman who came about this uh, fantastic incentive. So, it sees a teddy bear, solar light and helpline signage with the contact information for us all to seek help if we ever need it. Um, so, I'll give you an update on the campaign yeah. for your listeners. Um, it's going from strength to strength with good positive feedback from the community. So, at the moment, we've over 40 locations around the meat areas and we've planned to expand the programme. So, luckily... Um, there's a trained suicide prevention crew of full support with the 24-7 Boy Fishermen's Rescue and Recovery Service. So we really appreciate them. They do a lot of hard work.
0: They, they really do. And you've got 40 of these up already. That is fantastic. And this is something that, as I said, we only really started to, to introduce this to the North East in the last couple of months. So that is fantastic to see. And I have spotted them myself uh, around Drogheda as well. They're very visible and uh, colourful and everything else. So they, they are they're, they're fantastic. They really are. Um now, I do keep up to date with your Facebook page and I have to say, you guys are fantastic, not just with the life-saving work, but you've been very much keeping the spirit of the frontline staff up by delivering pizzas to hospitals since the heavy lockdown began. It must be fantastic to do that because there's, there's such joy when you arrive there. I
1: know. So I will get on to, you know, talking about that there. just I'd just like to say as well, um, it'd be rude not to mention the the lovely Anne O'Brien who has worked um, extremely hard with Natalie Kelly. Oh, yes. your solar light To keep the campaign on track.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. And also,
1: we have the lovely Deborah Kerr from the Irish Deaf Society shop in Joachim. And we'd like to thank as well everyone else who has donated the teddy bears to keep this going.
0: And I know there was a lot of, an awful lot of people, a lot of listeners here that got in touch with us that had bears as well that wanted to, 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 do, to donate to that as well. Uh, but tell me about this. Tell me about uh, the, the frontline staff. You've been really cheering them up the last while.
1: That's right, yeah. So, um, We've secured weekly supplies of hot food to um, our hospital ambulance, the COVID wards and other frontline crews. So um, I would like to say we've had pizza's kindly donated from Fabio, Fabio, Jamie Lee and the team from Delfino Bay and Layton.
0: That's It's great to see the, the, the local uh, businesses getting involved and, and supporting. But if people want a bit of a, a pick me up, they can check out your page because there's a lot of smiling faces there. And I have to I have to ask you, because there was one very special delivery with a relative of yours, Joey, who uh, went through a hugely traumatic ordeal last year, but he is well on his way to recovery, I believe.
1: That's right. Yeah. So uh, Joey Shields will be my brother. Um, he suffered a cardiac arrest there before Christmas 2020. Um, he's only 24 years of old, uh, 24 years of age. Sorry. And thankfully, you know, as a family, we were there and we knew what to do, so we got a successful outcome. So I'd like to uh, send my sincere thanks to Liam and Paul and the crews from John Ambulance Station. So um, Joey now today now so he has an internal defibrillator fitted to his chest, and he's one of the lucky small percentage of people in the world to fully bounce back from his ordeal. So, like, you know, Sinead, you wouldn't think for a second he was in this situation 10 weeks ago.
0: No, looking from the images that you posted, yeah, you know, he's he is unbelievable. Just 24 years of age and going through this. That's that's, that's horrific.
1: Yeah, so we would like to give a big shout out to the Drought Ambulance Station, um, to all the staff in there as well, uh, Martin Keery and Debbie McCool as well. Uh, they've been a great help to us over the years. You know, they've uh, when they're off duty, they've come out, help us with our CPR demonstrations and, you know, they're always continuing to support us, which is absolutely amazing.
0: And in terms of James, I know it's probably going to be a case of maybe watch this space in terms of training, but you're very much open to people signing up for training that you have for the defibrillator units. Is the best way to do that through the Facebook page?
1: That's right. Yeah. So, you know, um, we have a wait- a small waiting list at the moment, but mm-hmm. um, look, we're able to accommodate as many people as necessary. You know, we've, we have trained um, a good few thousand people in the community since 2012 so you know we're not going to stop like there's going to be more that that is exactly why we set up this community based incentive is to have the public access to defibrillators there for people in an emergency and also to back it up with having the community trained on how to use it
0: yeah, fantastic. Uh, there's a message coming in from Councillor Joanna Byrne. Thank you so much. She says, just want to commend the Eastmead Defimulator team. Great to hear James on the show today. They're providing an invaluable service to our community and we are blessed to have them. So getting support there as well, thank James. You it, thank you very much, Joanna. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Fant- you know, I, ca- I want to echo that sentiment because it's great to see the group doing so well. This unit is so, so important to, to this region. We're delighted to promote what you're doing on the show. Uh, and thank you so much for joining me on the show today.
1: Ah, that's brilliant! Uh, Thank you very much, Nature. Take care.
0: Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion
1: without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.